You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. What's up, everybody? In this podcast, we talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and of course, stocks. Now we're at the end of a really long red week. Everything down, down, down. This is due to many things, we all know. Anyway, we talk day trading. We walk the line between OTCs and pennies all the way up to the mid-cap Nasdaqs. And it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't say Cracker Barrel at least once, so wait for it. We find ways around the PDT, or at least share our ways through the PDT. For those of you who don't know, that's the pattern day trade rule. But anyway, enough about that. None of this is financial advice or investment ideas. Welcome to Punk Stock. Let's talk about the PDT rule, day trading with the PDT rule. How, I mean, I think it's the most annoying thing in the world. I'm sure you guys agree that it's the most annoying part of trading because you're trying to do, you know, you're trying to move your money around, but you can't. You're limited. Nick just came off of being suspended from Robinhood. And I'm sure a lot of people get that warning. I think is the first day I had Robinhood way back, I got suspended because I didn't even know the thing existed. It's crazy. And most people, when they start, have no way. idea. Yeah. yeah. You don't I like, have... Wait, what? I can't just take it? <laughs> right. And I I get it. I understand that you can't just have everybody running around, like, throwing things. The market would literally be an insane clown posse. But <laughs> <laughs> we obviously can't do that. Be drinking Fago. You have Fago. to prove yourself a little bit or at least put enough of your money on the line. $25,000 is what it costs to be able to... <laughs> fully trade whatever you want so it's it's a lot of money and none of us really want to go in i think and and just drop 25k in an account and say okay let's see what happens let's play let's play yeah you don't want to do that fun right you don't want to do that with twenty five thousand dollars. for me it's like i want to work my way up to it so i'm having a good time learning what works for me my strategies figuring out how i can successfully trade how i can profitably trade and build up to that $25,000. So this way, when I get there, I'm not just hemorrhaging money because I don't want to hemorrhage money. I don't love the idea of money. I think it's evil. I hate it, but (laughs) I do like it enough to not lose it. To want some. (laughs) Yeah, to want some (laughs) and to not lose it. Because, you know- Just a little bit. It's real important. It's real important. And being us- with the entrepreneurial mindset of like, oh, okay, we see this, we can turn it into this, we can then turn that into something even bigger, and then you know, do something with it. I think that's how we go through our lives is what what little piece of info can we take and turn it into a bigger piece of info that can help people. That's how I started in music. That's how I think both of you guys started, and that's what's inspiring. So totally. we look at something like 
you know, the PDT rule. And like, okay, this is a challenge, but how can I take a little bit of money? I started mine with $600. How can I take that and turn that into 25,000? So that's a, it's a challenge, but it's a very exciting challenge. It is. Because you can get there. Anybody can. You You go at your own pace. Exactly. And you just have to figure out. I wish I could go in a day. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. We all do wish we could get there in a day. I wish I was there yesterday, truthfully, because I wake (laughs) up every time thinking about it and I'm like, you know how much easier it would be to trade if I didn't have to worry about the limits of trading? Like if I could just go in and out and play the swings of a dumb big stock, like all the ones we always get tired of talking about, like Apple or Tesla, if you could just play those swings every day, you could make so much yeah, in a 12-hour period yeah. if you didn't have to worry about... Take the, the month uh, off, baby. Right, right. But, but you you're know. saying that you can if you have a cash account. So does but that mean... There's you have a to big have a, but, though. The cash account was my... That was my yeah. first thing with it where I was trying to get both of you guys on a cash account. And I'm glad that Dom got I've a cash stuck account. i with it. Yeah. yeah. Because in a cash account, you can trade as many times as you want as long as you don't run out of cash. It basically is like it costs... $100 a trade, if you have, let's say, for instance, $600 in a cash account, you're doing a $100 trade, and then you sell that for 105 whatever it may be, you have to wait for that 105 to settle before you can use it again. That takes two days. So now you have four or $500 left to be able to trade. You could trade all the way to your money's done, but that sort of holds you in a little position. And then you need more money. Yeah, you can't really take big I positions. the money. Yeah, that's why like, I make sure a position isn't, isn't over a third of the account. Right. So it's like, uh, just in case I want to get in something else, right. I can. But Yeah, and for a while, I was holding two accounts where I would have money in a cash account and then in like another banking account or a, a different margin account where I would just cycle the money through. So it would be like, yeah. I, as I was waiting for something to, to clear, I would pull the money from another account and then once it cleared, I would put that money back in the other account and it was just like constant recycling i'm picturing the recycling symbol right now it's all i could think of (laughs) no and then before i went to the cash account i tried using three different margin accounts i know a lot of people uh go that way just to have full buying power but that didn't work for me because i just felt i felt like i was spread too thin over the accounts i guess if you have 10 grand to initially put in (laughs) you could spread that over three accounts and be a fine but I obviously didn't have that in the beginning, but uh, I think cash account is probably the best way to go. Yeah. Damn. If yeah. you're going to try to get around PDT. Or I still use I'm a cash account. I, I still use it. Uh, that's what cash? I trade. All cash? I trade mostly in a cash account. I like the wool pulled over my eyes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one like, thing hey, about- You want 1500 You need 1500 I'm like, yeah, I need it. <laughs> yeah, I need that. I like, could. You could use it. Go ahead, use it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. The one thing about PDT <laughs> that is a good thing, though, is it forces you not to take too many dumb trades. Or if you are taking a million dumb trades and you get handcuffed by it, you're like, okay, well, I lost all this money and now I'm out of day trades. How do I get better next week totally. so that the day trades actually make sense? Right. Speaking my language. Right. I'm there right now. <laughs> and that is one of the benefits of it. I. There, I think there are several benefits of it. Most importantly to me is the learning curve, is to is the ability yeah. to say, okay, this is how I can be profitable before I lose everything. Yeah. And then like you just said, you know, it's like you're making smarter decisions because you're limited. And I mean, I could 
also backfire with that thought as well. I do feel like for me, and I've heard other people say this, it does put a little bit too much weight into those decisions because like a trade is just a trade as long as you're not putting yourself in a position to blow up. But sometimes you could psych yourself out emotionally if you're not ready for it. Fully, I'm right behind you here. I love what you're saying. That, that's kind of a bad side of the PDT. Right? But I am going to flip the coin again. I like using that term. So I used it yesterday and I'm going to use it again money. today. Using money, so I'm going to flip the coin. Soon to be gone. Thinking about starting a band <laughs> and saying, you know, this is like a, just an uphill battle the whole time. When you were when you were young and you started Man Overboard, or I started Tad Hair, then yeah, sure, sure you did. It was beautiful, but just reminiscing. Go ahead. My point is that you had to work so hard and make such good decisions along the way and smart decisions based on what all of your peers were doing, how people were reacting to you, how fans were reacting to you. Like totally. you had to make so many smart decisions to be able to create the business the very successful business that you did so now apply that to this yeah you can hold yourself back by putting too much weight but i think when you're an entrepreneur trying to create a business and in this case trying to create the business of making money it's it's very important to put weight in those decisions and to understand that every decision that you make there is a consequence positive or negative attached to it so to that, to what you said, totally, totally agree. You can put too much weight and overthink it, but at the same time, having come from building a few, several different businesses at this point, like that is a very important part of that process. Mm -hmm. The weight, the knowing that, okay, I'm going to do this, and there's going to be a fork in the road, and it's going to go either direction, is really important. It's a, it's a skill set that if you don't have, or you don't, or, or you aren't forced to learn that could probably hold you back totally yeah well said. i agree no i agree, fully I agree with that. Yeah. that's why i'm eating so much you know did you say eating so much yeah because i'm just trying <laughs> to get that weight up you know i'm trying to really look at it that way so lately i ate a bag on the way here before we did this i thought you were a fasting guy you were like no nah, i'm just kidding okay i, I haven't well. eaten in six days and i'm still 700 pounds oh my god Good. Awesome. You know I was gonna bring you um, two packs of Twinkie. Not, not Twinkie. I was gonna buy you two packs of the vitamins that I take. The, oh the yeah! Vitamin. Come on. Well, then I was thinking you don't eat before one o'clock and you can't take it that. Late. Back when cryptocurrency was all the rage, I thought I should make a coin. Could probably make a lot of money that way. I actually thought of a name too, Emo Coin. It was gonna be cool, but ah, you know, it's not my style. I also sometimes think, I wonder what it takes to go public on the OTC market. I think I could be a good subpenny stock, maybe. Some of these companies have terrible financials and have not profited in their entire existence, yet still trade at outrageous volume. And this isn't every day, but once in a while they get to kick up some dust, and that generates a lot of money. Now, I don't look at these stocks often, but Dom lives in that world, and Nick loves to vacation in that world, so grab your sunscreen, because if not, you might get burnt. Dude, let's segue into talking about the thing, Joe Rogan's things, because we were talking about Daniel Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> Blizzard King. <laughs> What's his name? Bilzerian? Bolzerian? Something yeah, like that. I Who also no, has an OTC. That's why I wanted to talk about it. What You, you got to explain 
that like do these guys have does joe rogan have, a, <laughs> have an otc because i would it, get it would in pop, that would definitely be a nasdaq if joe rosen if yeah. joe rogan joe rosen hain <laughs> joe rosen if joe rosenstein had a stock <laughs> it would definitely be like it would it Con- would be tesla kanye west needs one a hundred percent needs one yeah y-e yay whoa whoa what's look up his uh i think OTC. that would trade like an apple have you traded uh, this yet yeah, I traded it the other day. This guy's? Bolzarians? Yeah. Yeah, I had a great trade on it. No. Yeah. You're kidding me. Now, I don't know. I know that he's famous. <laughs> he's real famous. Real he's quick, real let's, famous. let's just put the pause, the pause button on because I know a lot of people who are listening probably either know him and think he's really cool or have no idea who he is and maybe going to look him up on Instagram or That's something. That's what I did. And then I, half the other guys that love him. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Like Nick Berzays, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I personally have no idea who he is. Well, I know who he is. I don't know him. I have a couple. He's an Instagram. I have a friend who knows him. <clears throat> yeah. And I know he's an Instagram guy and he's like super famous and it's always pictures of him with yeah. tons he's of. He's like a Hugh Hefner with, yeah, gun, with he was guns a, and like. A gunny Hugh Hefner and yachts. Well, Hef probably had yachts, I would assume. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Is he he is more Jack than Hef. He's, no disrespect. No, no robe. This guy looks like, you guys know him. He looks like he's in the movie 300. Yeah. Yeah. Looks yeah, like I see the that. main guy. Yeah. Riding his jet ski, fighting the war. Muscles everywhere. What's his ticker? Always shirtless. Um, I think it's I'm look it B-I-L-Z-F. Up. Holy. And, and it's a foreign stock. I don't know if he's Canadian. Yeah. What th- does this company do? It's, they're called Ignite. Um, yeah. I'm for you. Right now. For everybody listening, don't get too excited. It's nothing crazy. It's like a well, just it's don't, like a carbonated drink. It's a super illiquid stock aside from when anything happens. But uh, they you do look that up real quick. I just want to point out that we've talked about this several times on the podcast already. But I am gonna say Cracker Barrel one fifteen. Is it an entry point? Could be. <laughs> Could be today. Could be. That's Time like to get six back dollars from yesterday. Six dollars down. Yeah, from yeah. yesterday. Everything is red today. It's a it's a big old red day. Netflix is up. <sighs> Netflix and spilling. Netflix is up. Re- uh, never mind. That's not up. How uh, long are these red days going to last? I guess it's really kind of through the unknown. election. What's today? The twenty eighth. Yeah, you got a, You got another week and a half. You think through Two the weeks? election? I think through the election, through the Historically. decision. Yeah. But there's never been this kind of election. Where we're going to have to not find out on November third. To me, this is a obviously. This is my style of trade, and I'll just throw it out there. Days like this don't bother me at all because I am a traditionally I am a options guy. So I have a couple puts out right now. Like that's what I'll do. And then when I feel like it hits the bottom, I will flip that to calls. So like, oh, should have kept the Apple put, man. I you buy one right now. No. Then, then there you I'm go. Scared. It's too low now. It's not too low. It's I told you this is my <laughs> prediction for the bottom of Apple. I think it'll hit ninety five, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not an expert. I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but I think it'll hit ninety five. Well, God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you bear. So I'm not Big a bear. Look, I'm not. I maybe I am a little bit bearish, and yeah, that's fine. You know, that's that's fine. Right. But I'm all about the idea of being smart with what's in front of you. That's what's going to make you successful. If yeah. you have a fork in the road, you need to pick which way to go. Right. So pick which way to go. If you want to make money, figure out how to make money like this. 
the the easy way to make money like this is to to short or put puts. That's right. that's what you got in front of you right now. See, and I feel like right now is probably a better time to get involved in like penny stocks in like a time like this, right? If you're looking to buy and own an equity. Like if you're looking to buy a stock and say, I want to go in because I want to ride that wave up. If you're looking for candles that go up and, you know, green days and whatnot, sure, pennies, because that's the only thing that's really going to be moving up. But it's not going to move up throughout the day. It's yeah. going to move up in the morning <clears throat> like you experienced mm -hmm. this morning. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Dom, hit me. Oh, with this company? Yeah, continue. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. I got passionate. So this company, they sell weed, uh, I think e-cigarettes. <laughs> they sell weed? Yeah. He sells weed? Actual. TC stock selling weed? That's all All the weed stocks. Is that why it's Canadian-based? Maybe, but... That would make sense because it's have fully this, legal in They Canada, have right? this um, amino-type drink. I love aminos. That's cool. CBD. Yeah. Building blocks of protein. Synthetic nicotine. Synthetic CBD aminos. Apparel. Does Joe Rogan have one for real? <laughs> Joe, no. the, uh, on it doesn't have a stock. I was looking that up. Oh, okay. Uh, I I'm going to push though for a Joe Rogan I'm stock. surprised he doesn't. That why would that would be insane if Joe Rogan had a had a stock. Yeah, but this guy does. What would you buy? You would just buy into His Joe pills. Rogan? He's got hey, pills, he's got man. A, it, he's got pills sounds... <laughs> <laughs> insane well i guess Sounds it's funny. his br is it his brand of well he's like, just a partner in the company see where's this company at daniel blazarian's making him look bad i don't know if that's true yeah it's a <laughs> it's an otc with god awful financials i think rogan's fine <laughs> <laughs> if you say so <laughs> if you're saying i'll have to hit him up and pull him aside then i'll take maybe you should just pull him aside and talk to him a Listen, little bit and this guy daniel is really catching up really <laughs> he's the only reason i know the guy's <laughs> name is because he's talked on rogan before oh, okay. i was like oh, i recognize his name but i also knew that it was a big trade for a lot of Sykes, um, a lot of Sykes followers or whatever. A little bit of clarity. Maybe a few years back. I'm going right. to do the Save by the Bell timeout here. Uh -huh. A little bit of clarity just so people know what Dom is referring to. Sykes, uh, he means Tim Sykes, right? Yes. Timothy. What, I don't know what he goes, but you are on a, per Tim, you're on a first name Tim, basis. Timothy. I know we talked Timothy to you on YouTube, he said. He just yeah. texted me and said, it's Timothy. It's Timothy. Okay. <laughs> so Tim Sykes is like a guru of... OTCs and penny stocks, right? He's like the main guy yeah. and he teaches everybody and Dom is part of his program. He's learning. like the Daniel Blazarian of, <laughs> of uh, pennies. He's like that, only the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> opposite human. Yeah, I think, I'm that. trying to think like him, the dude Ross. Is there anybody Ooh. really as big as them? Um, All the Tims. In pen. And pennies and pennies now, but Ross, all the probably those all two. the Tims and Penny come from. Two. I'm sure there's a bunch that that effing YouTube guy who's Dude, on all of. Just the, a quick Cracker uh, Barrel update one fourteen. Oh my god! Just an update. Yeah, he's probably the mo those those are probably the most famous ones because all the I other think. ones like Ducks, um, Stephen Ducks. Duck, um, Duck. I'm trying to think of the other ones like Be a Story. They all come from Sykes. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sykes he, is responsible for a lot of people. Yeah. Which is badass. It's awesome. I just like... Because you get so many other guys, and that's where we start talking about the day trading thing before you went to the bathroom, and you were saying, what's that guy's name that I would like? Oh, Paul, uh, Paul Scalardi. But Paul he's not Scalardi. a... I even like that name. He's not a day trader. Seems but like he's, someone you would went to high school with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, Paul you know Paul Scalardi. Scalardi. He used to pick me up after school. <laughs> 
He was a little bit older than me. We would go smoke cigarettes yeah. behind the, the Dollar Giant. He had a Ford Focus. I, I listened to him on the way in yesterday, just him talking at a conference. And it's pretty awesome. It's like all based on finding momentum before it happens. That's what I like. It's a lot of it's a lot of like front end work with the research. There's That's what I don't a like. lot of it's like <laughs> the research plus the pattern equals this. And like he'll hold a stock for three weeks a month. See, I he'll like do, that. He'll short a stock for three weeks a month. Do call options, put options. Ooh, sounds like my kind of guy. Is he Italian? Oh yeah, Scalati. What kind of hair does he have? Probably slicked. He's wrong got a, right answer only. He's definitely got he's a got toothpick. Like, he's got like an uncle. He's got like a Joe Pesh and my cousin Vinny hair. So Frank Weevil. Like it's, <laughs> really like it's dry, but like slicked back. You know? I just want to pause this conversation again. Did you just say Joe Pesh? <laughs> Joe Pesh? Joe Pesh? Joe Pesh. Frank Pesh. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm thinking of, thinking of that movie, uh, 29th Street. Yeah, but you, you said Pesh. Yeah, that's yeah, what his Pesci. name is in the movie. Yeah, Joe Pesh. Oh, is his name is Pesh in the movie? Uh, no, there's a there's a separate movie. I, I'm very confused right <laughs> separate now. Separate movie called uh, I think it's called Remember something Twenty Ninth Street. <laughs> and the dude's about- name's Frank Pesh. I don't know why I'm saying Joe Pesh. I don't know why you're because Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci? I think Joe that, Pesci. that makes sense. Okay, so he has hair. <laughs> <laughs> so he has great hair. Anyway, it means fish. I need to look up that guy because I like that. I don't like day trading as much as you guys. I like to hold a little bit. I love a good portfolio. I love the idea of making an investment, sticking with it, and being disciplined enough to weather the storms until you see the sun on the other side. But I also do love the ability to day trade. And like I say on almost every episode, as long as you're responsible and not just throwing your money around, you can make any movement in the market work to your advantage. If you're diligent with your studying, doing your homework, making sure you've got all your research laid out in front of you, it's a whole lot easier to make those quick decisions. Like anything else, it's not easy. I'm up every day at 4.30, researching, taking notes, making sure that if I see a sudden movement in the market, I'm not just gonna jump. I'm hopefully gonna have some sort of idea of why this is happening. I do a lot of studying of the futures market as well as the foreign exchange. And even though we're in a huge week of sell-offs, I still have hope. But I do love the portfolio trading because I think it's great to have consistency. It's great to have discipline because I think that really shows discipline when you can hold through a market fall, you know, because you're a portfolio minded person. Like, no, I'm going to hold. This is what the market does. I respect that. And if you are a portfolio minded person like me, it's like today you're like, all right, everything's down. Like what the, I want to get so much stuff. Right. I want everything. Right. You should get everything. I can't get everything. Like I always say, I'm you should scared. You should dive headfirst into everything. Because you were gonna say talking about our day trade stories. I had one from this morning. I day traded XSPA, XSPA. Okay. Went the opposite way. Took another dip, and that's my last day trade. So now I'm just set to dom, just sitting here. No day trades. Not getting in anything. So wait, when you say last day trade, are you done day trading? I I, can't, I mean, no, I have none left for the <laughs> oh, day. Oh, you have none left for the day. Gotcha, the PDT. I, I get one tomorrow. <laughs> right. right. But Robinhood, I have the three again. And that's all Robinhood's good for, is those three day trades. Because you can't hold overnight with Robinhood. It's, scare- it's sketchy. It is sketchy. It's very sketchy. Are you- it's a portfolio thing. Yes, and I do love that about Robinhood. Because it makes you disciplined in that way. Yeah. 
It makes you not be able to throw it around. I dig that. And you I'm, use E-Trade? I use E-Trade. And what do you use? I chart with E-Trade, and then I trade through Fidelity. You use Thinkorswim, though, right? Did you Yeah, like just that? as a scanner. Thinkorswim is great. See, it's that's info three is a different little bit. services. I don't have them all open at the same time. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, like, morning, let's see what use my world's looking like. Because right. unless, like, I pay for an expensive scanner... It's not going to give me the criteria that I need to look for, unfortunately. Because right. I'd like to use like trading views free thing, but it just doesn't give me the criteria I need for what I'm looking for. Right. And I guess also to keep people up to date, Dom is looking for those uh, very small penny movers. And you're not going to find those when you're like scanning on Yahoo Finance and stuff like yeah. that because it's not real time. It's all delayed in the morning. Yeah. And you do need to have a quality scanner if you're looking through the depths of the OTC market like that. These right. things are trading at 0. 0.0029, which yeah. is... I usually stay away from subpenny. Do you really? Yeah, I stay away from subpenny, even though there's some great moves in there. It's just every now and then you'll see moves that the market makers do on stocks like that, and <clears throat> it's, it's a little sketchy, too sketchy. Yeah. But there's some great moves, but I like to stay away from subpenny. Subpenny, man. But you... What do I you do scan for them. You scan with Thinkorswim. What do you scan with? I scan with Market Chameleon. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> I'm a big fan of Market Chameleon scanners. I think you can really narrow it down. I think it's a great service, and it has everything that I need right in there. I don't mind in the morning the delayed quotes uh, because I'm not doing pre-market trading. I'm not really looking for that. I'm, I'm looking for more options moves and uh, the, the bigger stocks anyway. So it's for me, it works just fine. If I do a penny, it's rare these days. So yeah, it's just, that's it is just where rare. I'm at. Are you looking at any pennies, Don? Anything Daddy should know about? Um, <laughs> today's looked uh, pretty weird. There's been some great uh, dip buys just because of how bad the market opened and still is. But some really good bounces off of some of these drops here. <clears throat> but everything's faded off by now. We're at like yeah. 1040 in the day. Quick Cracker Brow update, 113.87. That's Is ridiculous. Damn. Well, happy weekend, everybody. I hope that this week didn't beat you down too much, and hopefully you were able to make some smart moves, learn a little, and live to trade another day. So that's all we have for this episode, and looking forward to next week because there's a few different things happening out there that could impact what the market will do. Wink, wink. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. If you have any ideas on tickers we should talk about, reach out to at Punk Stock on pretty much every social platform. And I'll just say it one more time, none of this was any financial advice or investment ideas. Everybody have a great weekend. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.